Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the huddle. 10.23 a.m. The Minnesota Wild hosts Nashville today at 1 p.m. Former Wild captain and all-around great guy, Wes Walls. Wes, are you on the call today, by the way? Uh, I'm not on the call, but I am working uh, pre and post here uh, this afternoon. So I'm okay. just down here at my cube getting all prepared for sure. <laughs> By the way, I do love the fact that every time I walk up in the office, and I, Wes is always in there. You're breaking down film. You're looking at the X's and the O's. You're not a guy that just comes in and puts on your makeup. Like, I respect that. <laughs> well... I still I do put my makeup on. I can't lie. To, I can't lie. But uh, I have to. I need a little bit of help. You know that, Dave. But, uh, no, we I, all do, I buddy. Actually, uh, yeah, I, I I really do like doing the enjoy the pre and post. I enjoy both, but I enjoy the pre and post. It gives me, uh, especially the pregame show, a little bit yeah. more time to kind of teach and show people at home maybe what to look for here tonight. Like tonight, we're gonna. I'm going to show two or three examples of Jonas Brodine and Jared Spurgeon. Um, just small little details in their game. Mm-hmm that normally fans might not see that they're, that they're bringing to the table that's really helping this wild team be so good defensively. Well, Wes, help me here. And Wes Wall's joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline this morning. Uh, I, I, like a lot of people, finished watching the game, uh, I, I want to say it was Thursday, I believe it was Thursday, um, and, and saw, oh, whoa, the Wild signed Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, wait, no, they didn't sign Ryan O'Reilly. Well, they did, and he was here for like 30 seconds. Could you help me understand what that was all about and, and what the Wild got out of this deal that sent Ryan O'Reilly to Toronto? Yeah, I mean, you need to be – I'm definitely not a lawyer or, <laughs> okay. uh, or, or or somebody of that ilk. But, I mean, just reading between the lines from, from what I'm reading on social media, and, of course, you don't believe everything. I don't believe everything I read on social media. But it sounds like the Wild basically uh, paid about $75,000 to pick up a, a, a fourth-round draft pick um, and they and they moved a uh, a young kid that was uh, playing junior hockey up in Canada as an overage, uh, Josh Pilar, uh, out there in Kamloops. It sounds like they were not going to be able to sign him anyway. They were going to lose him probably anyway. So um, no harm, no foul right there. And I, I just know Billy Guerin. And I mean, anytime I, I'm sure Billy Guerin went to to, to Judd Brackett, the, uh, the 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 man who takes care of our. Uh, um, our scouting department and who's done an amazing job here in the two, three years he's been with this organization. I mean, that's, that's where Judd Brackett, uh, that's where he makes his money, man. He's been able to, he was out in Vancouver before we, we picked him up three, four years ago. He's been able to find those third, fourth route, fifth round pick guys that have been able to, yeah. to, to have impacts later in their career. So we'll see where that one goes. 
Say, Wes, as far as in the in the Nets, Gustafson's definitely separated himself, I think, and, and obviously he's one of the very best in the business right now. But um, how is that from a mental perspective? You're your former player and coach and all those kinds of things. Tell us a little bit about Fleury, and is he is he okay with the fact that right now he's basically the backup? Well, he might be the backup here tonight, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I just think Mark Andre Fleury. I mean, he, he understands what's at stake right now. He, he knows that this wild team is going to be fighting for their life the last twenty-five to thirty games here, and. Um, whoever is playing the best right now is probably going to get the net, and that's just the, the way it goes. I mean, if you look at his track record, Pete, Marc-Andre Fleury, everywhere he's been, everywhere, where he's been the number one goaltender throughout his whole career, Cam Talbot, Robin Leonard, the list goes on and on. His backups, his backup goalies that he's always worked with have, have been great, and there's a reason for that is because he's a very humble person, um, he stays. He stays very, very grounded, and he really does pull for his teammates. That's the kind of player that he is. And is he disappointed he's not getting the net? Yeah, for sure. But he knows too that I, I can't give up three, four, five goals a, a game and expect to get the net every night. And I'm sure he's fine with it. And uh, from a coaching standpoint, and you know, you got to make decisions. And I mean, let's be honest, Gustafson. This is not. I mean, this is since. Since November nineteenth, the guys, that's three months of, of, of work. He's been he's had the, the best goals against average, mm. Gustafson, and the best save percentage. Three months yeah. worth of work. Yeah. So listen, I, I just I don't know what they're gonna do, but I I, just, I would give Gustafson the ball till he proves that he can't handle the stress or the you know, mm. until he drops the ball. That would that would be my uh, way of going about it and uh, you know obviously with the way the wild are playing right now scoring goals has been a struggle for this team getting great goaltending is going to be the difference and if if or not this team gets to the finish line or not Wes Walls joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline this morning uh, Wes let's stay on that topic because I'm, I've I've kind of racked my brain about this I was at the game uh, it was Wednesday night when Fleury had a rough game um, mm-hmm. it, I just, it seems to me when you're Marc-Andre Fleury, you don't just wake up one day and, and you're past your prime anymore. And, th- and that can't be what's happening here. It seems to me like he's, this is almost like what they have in golf as a case of the yips, right? He's just, he's not tracking the puck the same way. Are you seeing that as well when you watch him? And, and if so, how do you get a goalie out of that? Cause, cause the wild are going to need him to be better down the stretch. No matter how well Gustafson plays, he can't play every single game and in the playoffs, every single game of a series. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, They're going to need both to get, to get to where they want to get to. And yeah, he does. He he does look off um, for sure. Um, You know, it's it's hard. It's a hard one to explain. I I mean, if you remember beginning of the year there, uh, Dave and Pete, you know, he got off to a tough start. Remember some of the goals he led in the first three games. Everyone's like, geez, Mm -hmm. what the hell is going on? Um, he, you know, Gustafson jumped in there and started to play a few games, and there was something in, in his game Mark andre Fleury needed to work on, and they had a lot of practices at that time. And I, I, I remember coming in after a morning uh, skate and watching Mark andre work with uh, Freddie Shabbat, the goaltender um, uh, coach here, and uh, they worked on something a lot with his footwork, or, you know, and, and they were working on it for 20, 30 minutes. Um, it's something that Mark andre obviously knows his game very, very well, and he felt like he needed to work on it in practice. And he was able to to work on that and feel good about his game, and all of a sudden his game took off. 
right now it's it's so difficult if you're not completely on top of your game as a goaltender to 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 go into practice and and find you know work on something specifically because the team is not practicing at all right now and yeah. the while they're playing so many games when you're not on top of your game it's hard to fine tune the small little details in your game to be able to get your game back and you know maybe gust it like even even today like it's an afternoon game if Mark Andre Fleury was not playing today, you'd have a morning skate. There's no morning skate here today, so there's no opportunity for him to maybe get out with Freddie Shabbat and work on some things that they see maybe in film that they need to, to dial in. And, and sometimes these goaltenders, all they need is just a you know, practice or two of just really, really specific movement things that, that don't come to your eye or my eye that can really just, just trigger something in their game to get it going. So. Uh, those opportunities aren't going to be there for Mark Andre to, to work on his game. He's just going to have to just going to have to dig 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 deep and into you know all the times he's had to use his mental toughness to get out of it. But uh, yeah, we'll see where it goes. But I, I agree, Dave. He's he's fighting the puck. There's no question about it. Wes, real quick, and I know we're pushing on the on the time frame right now, but from a standpoint of offensively, obviously the defensive side of things is great. It's exactly opposite of the Vikings, where their, their offense was great, the defense was terrible, and here here we're seeing the same thing in the opposite way with the, with the Wild. Is there anything that you you're aware of that can get these guys kind of over that hump? Is there something that they need to do differently to get some more goals? Is there is is there a way that you know that, that the team can can put different players on the ice together or whatever it might be to be able to, to go over and get over that hump. Well, I, you know, I, I don't really see anything. I actually, the, the last two or three games I've noticed that the team has got a lot more shots on that. So they're trying to get as many pucks and paint and bodies to the net as they possibly can. Um, it's just they're going through a really difficult time scoring goals. And if you go through an 82-game schedule, you're going to have times during the season where you're going to have 20 games where you're going to get a lot of bounces, things are going to go great, and you're going to score three, four goals a game. It's just the way it is. And then there's going to be other stretches for 10, 15 games where you're going to have a difficult time scoring. That's just the way it is. Now, is this wild team as potent offensively as they were last year without Kevin Fiala? No. No, they're not. But they're not a half a. They're not. You know, they can score more goals than what they've shown uh, over the last ten games. We know that they, they've done it all season long, even though they've gone through this stretch. So, I just think, guys, you just they need to continue to. Um, and it, and it's been amazing to watch because I'm telling you, the human nature of, of when your team doesn't score, offensive guys they want to cheat on the offensive side. When you get your skill guys buying in defensively, like Caprizov and, and Zuccarello and Boldy, everyone's buying in defensively. Then you know you really truly got something. So they just—that's the backbone of what's giving them an opportunity to stay in the fight. And you just have to hope and pray at some point some of these pucks five on five start going into the net. And then, and that's just the way it has to be. And until Billy Garen maybe goes out and grabs somebody here between the now and the end of the trade deadline in March third, it's. It's uh, you just you just hope for a few extra bounces, but you cannot cheat on the offensive side, hoping to get maybe one or two extra goals a game. Because if you do that, guys, you're going to give up three or four, and you're going to take yourself right out of the race. Wes Walls, our time always is too short, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. All right, you got it, guys. Enjoy the game here this afternoon. Thanks, Thanks Wes. Wes. Appreciate you. See you this Thank week. You Wes Walls, Bally Sports North pre and post game today. Wild hosting Nashville at 1 p.m. We will take a quick break, come back with a fast break. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.